This episode contains sensitive topics, including discussions about suicide and miscarriage. These subjects can be emotionally challenging and may trigger strong emotions or memories for some viewers. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, please seek immediate help from a mental health professional or contact a helpline in your country. Remember, you are not alone and there are resources available to provide support. Some are in the show notes and description of this episode. Additionally, if you have experienced a miscarriage or know someone who has, please be aware that this episode may bring up difficult emotions. It's important to prioritize self-care and reach out to appropriate support networks such as healthcare professionals, support groups, or organizations specializing in pregnancy loss. Take care of yourself and consider your emotional well-being while listening to this episode. If you feel overwhelmed, it's okay to take a break or seek support from trusted individuals in your life. A successful entrepreneur had it all, a thriving business, a loving family, and seemingly perfect life. But behind closed doors, she was struggling with overwhelm. The constant juggling act of managing her business and personal responsibilities was taking a toll on her mental and physical health. Her story is a powerful reminder that overwhelm can affect anyone, regardless of our outward success. How can we learn from her experience and find ways to prevent overwhelm and consuming our own lives? Welcome to Empowering Time Markers, the podcast where we share inspiring stories, empower listeners with business tips, and create connections. I'm your host, Tia Bottom, and I'm thrilled to have you join us on this journey of growth and empowerment. Our guest today, a best-selling author who ran two successful bakeries, that studies business, team building, and sales. One day, her father's friend sat her down at eight years old and told her that she was meant for more. Then you know what? She believed it, and she believed that she had a purpose, which led to her moving to the city, getting married, and starting a business with her husband. Please welcome Marie Temby. Hi, how are you? Hi, Tia. I'm really great. I'm honored and I'm happy to be here with you today. So thank you for the wonderful link Thank you so much. I know that you are in Australia, which we're going to get into more personal stuff in a bit, but I just want to point that out so people can be like, I love her accent, right? Please tell me your amazing story. Okay. My story goes back to when I first started my business 28 years ago. Prior to having the family, my husband and I going into our first bakery business together. And it was all exciting at the time. And we put a lot of funds and needed a lot of family support to actually to, to go into it in the first place. So it was it, it took a lot of our time and effort at the time. And we both went full steam as we do in anything that we do together. And pretty quickly, our business started to pick up. It was improving and we got busier and there was more things to do. And I was feeling this great feeling of having this successful business. And pause you for a second. Yes. Why bakery? What was it about bakery? Have you always been like into baking? Okay. The bakery 
was not something that either of us were into, to be honest. My husband was a financial advisor and I was actually working as an accountant at St. John Ambulance. So we were not into baking at all. But as it so happened, we were at our having an engagement party and two of our friends who come had joined this franchise and they said to us that it, it was new, it was reasonably new to been around in another state, but it was reasonably new in our state. And they said they're looking for young couples to, to jump on board. And so pretty much our engagement was a Saturday night and on the Monday morning, my husband was in talking about it and we were signed up in no time. That, that's amazing. I would not. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I was like, hold on. How did you get into the baking? Okay. So yeah. thankfully your husband was in finance. So then it, he was already in the mindset of that. And you guys just dove in and it started blowing up and you yeah. were successful. Okay, go ahead. So we did dive in and, and then I worked at KFC. So customer service was also something that I was into and I love people. So it, it, it was, we dove into the, the bakery pretty quickly and the overwhelm started, started coming in. It was like there was paperwork that was needed. There was home life that was needed and we were getting married 10 months after we had bought the business and we had a wedding and we had an overseas holiday planned. And it, it was just a little bit, adding a little bit more pressure, a little bit more pressure. And I could feel this pressure cooker building up inside me, but other people didn't see it. Like from the outside, we looked like we fully had control. We had this bakery that was doing really well. We had stuff that made us go on this, go on our honeymoon. The, the store did well. We, we had a, a wonderful wedding. We had children. We were having, then we bought our second business. We had our first child. Mm -hmm. Then we, a second business and I was pregnant again. And I actually lost a child at the same time as signing the contract for our second business. So that was a high and a low at exactly the same time. And so that was also build, helped build up our world. And then we had, I got pregnant again. We had a beautiful baby boy. Oh my goodness. Like all of that. It's a lot of heavy stuff all at the same time. And yeah. even when we're running a business, the overwhelm of you've got employees that depend on you. You have all these people that you can't just break down. And then at the inside, you just had a tremendous loss. And then feeling, I want to cry right now, just thinking about how much strength it took you to push that down and move on, like still keep going. I want to hold space for you going through that. I don't know. If, I don't know when you got to deal with that. At what point? I, mean, I don't know if I ever did deal with that. I didn't really have time to, to deal with that. And it's something that I've carried with me all of the time my, myself because life just life just had to go on around us because of everything else that was happening and we had our we had our first child we had to not lose track and not lose time and attention that that he needed and and yes we had all these staff that we were in in charge of and a, a new store and I had to actually find it from the franchise 
that we were going into because that I was pregnant because we were about to take on our second store and um, it wouldn't have been ideal to take on your second store and have another child in that. But then as the time got closer and they knew and we were all under control, then to have the trauma of on that day finding out that we had lost our baby was was horrific for me but I had to show up like we do like many of us and since that happened to me there are many women that I come across that have stories that are similar that have lost children along along the way I didn't want today to be about that because I have deposited that somewhere but and but it was a good part of our life back then but anyway we got in we ran the business I, I got pregnant again and we had our second beautiful boy we were a this family of four having this two bakeries, going on these wonderful holidays together. And we managed to pay our business off very quickly um, because we worked hard. We worked around the clock. And like I said, that then the school started, then the sport started and everything was just coming through fast. And I would just go to sleep and bundle up into bed and just think, how did I get through today? I'd wake up and what have I got to do today? Because we were responsible for staff, we're responsible for customers, we're responsible to, we had staff's parents like contacting us all the time. And I was still feeling like I was just learning my way. And, and there was accounts that were due. I had to pay pay the accounts. I had all the legal requirements that you have to understand in having a business. And then you, the the added pressure of things that the franchise needed from you. And so there's definitely a benefit of having a franchise, but then there's also all these requirements they need from you at certain times. So my story kind of goes goes to the fact that I was driving home one day and all this overwhelm was just sitting on top of me and to get to my house you have to drive over a small bridge and I I was going home and I was sitting in the car and I was thinking I wonder if I could just detour off into that water like that that alleviate that would take away all of this overwhelm and it would just all be gone and it was at that moment that I was on the bridge and it was a very quick moment that I thought I can't do that. There's all these people that need me and that I'm much stronger than that and that have a purpose. I was told many years ago I have a purpose and I'm not about to give up on that. And my family, my boys need me, my husband needs me, my mum and dad needed need me. So I just shook myself together, held the steering wheel, got home and I thought there has to be a better way. There has to be a way to find how I can make this easier. And not only for me at that point, I wanted to make it easier for everybody who was coming up behind me. So I started searching every conference that I could possibly attend and every guest speaker that I could listen to. And I followed online. I followed Tony Robbins and Joel names escape me when I'm trying to do it quickly, but I've followed someone Joe Vitale, I just followed these people that kept helping me along the way. And each time I kept taking little bits of information of things that would make my journey easier. And and I started to, to do it with my paperwork. I started to automate it, delegate some of it, 
delete some of it or defer it. I just made ways of making things easier instead of doing everything. And the things that I deferred, I put in the pile and I, I never, ever got back to them. They, they weren't important. So we spend a lot of the time thinking that we have to do everything and be everything. The thing that I did, I, I said to my husband, we're never going to miss anything that the kids do so that I didn't have the stress of missing anything they did. We just, if it cost us more money by having staff do it, well, so be it. But that helped me and my, my family. So this sort of scenario always come ring true. So I started to look for different organizational skills. I bought a, a business management book and it was a bit, it's been my Bible for all of those years. When I get a bit stuck, I, I look through that. And I lived by principles. I had 10 principles, which I decided that was who I am and I'm going to live by them. And that's family first. So everything I did and everything I still do today, family always comes first. So that's my number one principle. My passion, I'm very passionate about whatever my topic is or whatever I'm doing. And at the moment, at the time it was the bakery, I was very passionate about it. I wanted to follow my passion and I wanted to write the book. So that was my passion. So I followed it. Gratitude, I live with gratitude. In, I think it was 2018, I, I decided that I was going to make gratitude a major part of my life. And I, every day for 365 days, I posted on Facebook something to be grateful for. That year literally changed my life because we all have things to be grateful for every day, but we just don't always know how to find them and or that we don't know that they're there. By doing this, there were some days where it was easy for me to see what I was grateful for. But then there were some days where I had to dig deep to find something to be grateful for. And those days when I couldn't, I'd go out and make something that I could be grateful for. So our family did lots of fun things that year because I'd think, okay, what am I going to be grateful for today? What can I? And it wasn't about posting it on Facebook because I made it quite clear that I did this because I wanted to have gratitude in my life every single day. Living so I do. I wake up. It's, it is one of my daily rituals now is to have gratitude. Health every day, try to think about something for my health, whether it's drink more water, have a bit of fruit, go for a walk, whatever it is. I make sure that I'm, it's not that I'm perfect in all these areas, but they're life principles that I think about constantly. Continual learning. Continual learning is majorly important for me. I, I've never stopped learning. You stop growing when you stop learning. And someone's always got something to teach you. When you think you know it all, that's that's when you stop growing. I say that so, all the time. I say that to my children. I say, the moment you think you know everything is the moment you know nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you can't go anywhere. You, that's it. That's you have to think that's where where you're at. And we're not. We're built to continually learn. So, um, my God, that's a major thing that I I live by. And I had that as a young girl. I was always. I got smile lines to actually prove that I just smiled all the time. It, it was, and even like I said, when things were hard inside on the outside, positivity was a big part of my life. Rituals, I brought, introduced 10 rituals into my day every single day. So I have a list of the 300 plus daily rituals and every day I make sure that I get through 10. So it doesn't matter what they are. 
by the time I go to sleep at night, I have to have completed 10 rituals. And they're all things that are good for you. They're just little simple things that if you give yourself 10 of those, that's 10 little things you're giving yourself every single day. So the other one is uh, number eight is improvement. And I have always lived with that little bit more, little bit more, little bit more every single day. It's like compounding interest. It accumulates into something big. Honesty and integrity. I have taught my boys that no matter what happened in their life, that to come home and tell us the truth. Honesty will set you free. I just, and that there is nothing that they could say that is, that would upset us. The truth is always the best. And so we've lived with honesty, loyalty, and the last one is spirituality. So they're my 10 life principles that I put into place that help me help me get through all that overwhelm and, and make me have a little bit of that in my life every single, well, live by them and really believe them and, and, and breathe them in every single day. Can I just say that your story about the bridge and what got you there, and I love that it was a bridge because this makes sense, right? People come to a head when something is so hard. And you have to make a choice of what you're going to do. Are you going to be a victim and just like the way people sometimes talk is I've lived through such hard things. Why can't you like I've had it harder than you and they could take that road. You are one of these people, a true gem of a person that took that and said, how can I make the world a better place? Not just for you, but like for everyone around you, everyone that you can reach. And I just want to tell you, like, I love you. I love you so much. Aww. I just learning more about you. You're an amazing person. You're an amazing mother. And, and anyone would be lucky to call you a friend and, and a business partner. Like, you are a coach. And oh, my gosh, it's amazing. I can't even imagine how many people you're going to help in your lifetime. And with your attitude and like, your principles and your rituals, like all of that is so amazing. Like you're an amazing person. I just want to make sure that you hear that for me today. You, you've touched my soul in a way by, by saying that. Thank you for saying that. I, I, hard, it's hard to hear someone give you beautiful feedback like that, but it means so much. It means that you must be doing something right. You must be, and to hear that that you feel that way is amazing because that is what I want to do. I do want to touch people. I do want to. I do want to help them. I don't want them to feel that life is is too hard. I don't want them to feel the victim that that you said because everyone is a victim in some way, and if you put that in your mind, then that's where you'll remain. Right. Like you, I always have talk about, you're a victim. And then you're a survivor, and then you become a warrior. Yeah, you have to make those choices, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, you have to know. Sometimes for some people, it's too late, and that's the tragedy of it. But you have to know that there is always something better, and there is always someone who has been where you are, and that you need to source those people out because those people have the answers, which is what you need is to. Find the answers from people that have been in, in the journey where you are because they have them. 
And one of the things I did along the way here is I recorded everything, everything that, and, and I call it my treasure chest and I put it aside every time something worked for me, I put it in the treasure chest to be opened one day. And when I went to write the book, I had so much without even opening the treasure chest. So like I, I, cause I had everything that I wanted to say. So I knew that there was a, a next, there's something next. And that's where the coaching came in because now everything that's in my treasure chest is slowly being pulled out and the things that worked are in there and the things that didn't work are in there. So that I, I know if there's pretty much this 28 years of business overwhelm that a business that has taken place and there's many people out there that have gone as that far. There's many people that can help you. First of all, you're amazingly organized to have the thought of let me write this down or capture this and keep this in there. Also, I wanted to say a little something about a little woo, but not really. To be feminine, like you think of the womb, we accept something and then we create something even better. So when I'm giving you a compliment and, and reflecting the amazing job that you have done, then that means you can go and build something even better and even more. So I hope that you do accept, right? Because you're receiving it. And that's what feminine is. You're receiving. You're going to create something even better from that. That's how we make babies, right? Thank you, TNC. This is what I mean. We're always, there's always something to learn. Someone always has something to teach us. Just taught me that. Okay, I'm pushing. All right. You're going to have to receive a little more love from me because I have more questions a little bit. Tell me what inspired you and the goal for your book, Simple, Soulful, Successful, A Montpreneur's Journey to Daily Happiness. And is that part of your brand name and how does that all work out? Tell me all about it. Okay, so I guess most in my story, I said about that how I had the overwhelm. So I went on this journey to find the answers. So I found the answers along the way, and then I thought I had to share them. So that's where the book came about. So when we were, when I was writing the book, I was trying to give someone that was in the small business the most information, and I. We were going through so many names and with the book company that was publishing, they, they kept throwing all these names. But one of the first names that I come up with was Simple, Soulful, Successful. And I come up with that with my husband. And I loved it because I felt like I'm a simple person. I don't have this great degree. What I do is I run a successful bakery. I, I love customers. What I, everything I did in the bakery was simple. So simple kind of describes me and soulful. I'm spiritual. I, I manifest. I meditate. I believe that what you put out there comes back. I believe in calm. All of these things that I hide, used to hide that part of me for many years because my circle of friends, so I thought, weren't so spiritual. But too much has happened in manifesting for me not to believe it. So that was my soulful, was my spiritual side. And I speak a little bit about that in, in the book. Success to everybody is different. Success to me is having a family, 
who are happy, who are close by, who would do anything for you. Financial comes with it. It comes. So, so me, so successful was my successful bakeries. We had the number one bakery in South Australia for 27 years, for right up until we left. I, I was successful. So the brand name, I didn't want to change it because it's who I am. So leading on, so I told you I'd get sidetracked, leading on from that. So that's the brand. We kept it. I stuck with it. it even after so many people trying to tell me to change it, I didn't. Then I was going out coaching. When we sold the bakery and a couple of years after the um, book and I was going out coaching, I was coaching bakeries because that's what I know. That's That was my niche and my coaching. I, I'd coached a few other small businesses, but it became evident that bakeries and cafes were the place that I could give the most. It was where I had all this experience. So I was coaching them. And when I would sit down with people, they wanted a bit more of the soulful. Like they, we were building their business. They were putting more money in their bank and they were getting, making more profit. But Quite often the ladies in the group and a couple of the men wanted a bit more of the soulful, which was separate. I started building personal coaching as well. So I was doing my business coaching and I was, I was separating the personal coaching because in the businesses, sometimes there's a male and female, but it's only the female that wants the soulful. So I was doing the soulful. So then I was getting myself into this point where a little bit of overwhelm was coming back again. I was trying to make the most for my clients and then I was trying to start up this personal coaching and that's where the Women in Connection group came into it. I feel like that found me and I thought, why am I building this when it's already there? It's already there. So that's where the soulful in my soul and successful, I believe, is coming, is joining yep this polka dot group yeah and connections what we need yeah and you can help people through those connections for those that are listening that have no idea what polka dot is it's polka dot powerhouse is a women's connection group and it's international and you are starting a local group in australia and i'm a polka dot powerhouse myself and i love it and i feel the same way it showed up for me when I needed it. And you're a perfect person for this. And I'll put in the show notes links if you want to join. And I'm in the worldwide one. So yes, continue. That's yeah. how I met you was yeah. through the polka dot. Yeah. So I think that's, that's my brand and that's who I am. And that's stay authentic to who you are. And that's why I will never lose that brand name because that, I, that is me. I that's love who it. I, that's who I resonate with. It makes total sense. And I was feeling a lot of things when you were talking about it. I was thinking about mindset. I was thinking about it means so much more, but you simplified it and it's in the name. I love it. It's so good. Like I said before, you're helping so many people in so many ways. And I, I do believe in that. I think that you were just the perfect person to bring that out. And I'm glad that you started talking about it. I'm glad that you took the chance to do that because it is needed and it is part of your success. Great name. No, thank you. Thank you. And where can they find your book? It's on Amazon, but it's also on my website, marietambi.com. I've got the book on there. Also, you decided to make a planner. Yeah. Oh, wow. When I saw that, I was like, 
This girl is my twin. So tell me a little bit more about your planner. Can you order that on Amazon too or on your website? You can order that on my website as well. And also on Amazon. I think it gets there a bit quicker if you order on my website. That's all. But I'll tell you about the planner. So the planner was part of this whole journey. I just had pieces of the paper here, everything. And I wanted to remember birthdays. I wanted to remember Christmas gift ideas. During the year, you think that would be the perfect gift for someone. And then when it comes closer to the time, we think, what was that gift? I made every single thing that I did was in my planner. Everything that I learned from other organizational people along the way, things that I got out of my business handbook is in my planner. So I've got my ideal week in my planner and I've got my 10 rituals as a place to put my 10 rituals in my planner. So I haven't listed off what the 10 are because as I told you before, there's 300 plus and I just choose to do 10. So at the end of every night, it's Every morning I open the planner and every night I open the planner and you've got to make sure you've got those. And there's gratitude in there. You have to have three things every day to be gratitude and watching your weight, which I know not everybody likes to do that, but personally I know a lot of people do. So there's a little thing where you, if you want, you can put your weight so you can see if it's slowly creeping up and do something about it if you want to do something about it. Um, I alcohol-free days. We all need a few alcohol-free days. We yeah. all need an alcohol day, but we all need an alcohol. Make sure we have them. So I've got that in there as well. Who would benefit the most from this? Business owners. Okay. Well, particularly people that have this small bricks and mortar business that they've so much going on in their life. There's not a, there's not a thing when I was in that busy, overwhelmed stage of running the bakery that I couldn't find in my planner. It says every time I couldn't find it, I made a space for it in the planner. And I did that and did that until it was ready and then my box to be published. You're amazing. And on top of that, let's keep going with the writing. You have a blog on your website. It's packed with so much education. And there's every tab on your website is a new level of education. You're such an amazing contributor to business knowledge and people are so lucky to work with you. You give so much, like even just on your website, you give so much. So I can imagine like working side by side with you. So do you do one-on-one or group or both? That's a good question because I've been doing this for just over a year now and I'm seeing my clients one-on-one. I'm about to go to a conference over in Mexico in the end of October. And when I come back, I'm going to move to group coaching because I I need to see more people and there's only so many hours in a day. So I'm going to open up group coaching in a big way. I've done little bits, little groups, but I'm going to go much bigger when I come back. That's the plan. So random question because you are in Australia. Now, did you grow up in Australia? Yes, I did. I grew up in a little small country town in rural New South Wales. Nice. What's your favorite food there that when you travel, you miss? Probably chicken schnitzel. Oh, what is that? (laughs) Oh, yeah, you don't know what a chicken schnitzel is. It's a chicken breast and it's it's crumbed, breaded. Do you call it breaded? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And does it have a sauce? Parmigiana. Okay. 
that's tomato cheese. So that's probably a little bit of a favourite, but I'm simple. (laughs) If you ask my family, my boys, they're much more worldly than, say, seafood dishes and things like that. I'm just my breaded chicken. Nice. My favourite attribute about you is that you actually care about people. You love them at every point and being employed to management. Do you have a cherished quote or saying that encompasses that at all? I live with anything is possible and expect miracles. That comes from one of my coaches, but a little bit more, a little bit more. I don't know, that that encompasses caring about people. We're all unique. I don't know. I don't have one saying the reason I I got to that is because I saw that you do a lot of team building and you care about the employees and what they're doing you have courses for them you have um you want everyone to succeed it's about the community it's about what you're actually building and all of those people matter the customers matter the employees matter and you you hit that so well And any business would benefit from working with you. You've nailed it. You're amazing at that. And I just want to make sure that people get that, that you are like, you think of everything and it's amazing. You're incredibly organized. I love it. (laughs) Thanks again to you. But in saying that, I, one of my passions that I have is that these young people that come and work for us, they come with no, most of the time. And I spend a lot of time with business owners who sometimes think that the fault sometimes is with the employee. And I always say, what have you done? What have you trained them? What have you done? It's about the person because you can give, it's about the person. It's not about the employee or the employers. The employees will have a gripe about the employer. The employer will have a gripe about the employee. And it's not. We're who we are. So I always say when there's a, an initial problem, I'll say, have we given them the tools? First of all, have we taught them what they need to know to be a good salesperson? So if we have and they're not giving it, then maybe they're not built for a salesperson. So let's help them find what they are built for. Mm-hmm. But generally you'll find that when you put the time and invest the time into them, then they're more motivated and they do more for your business. But the same goes, I try to reach the employees too, which is what I'm doing now. I train my clients, staff, and let them know that the employees have got their life on the line. This is, that's probably where I like to connect the most to say that at times when you think they're being a little bit tough, it's because They've invested their family, their livelihood is on the line. When they're asking you to turn up in the correct dress code or when they're asking you to do something, to do a job, like respect that and be grateful that you've got a job. So I do it both ways. I've been both. They're both about the person, not about the title. That's what we have to remember, but you always have to put if there's a problem. If your team's not great, it usually means you're not doing a great job. Leadership. It's all about leadership. Mm. Yeah. It's all about leadership. Yeah, so you just I think we always have to look at ourselves and make sure that we've given it. Sometimes you can give it all and do it all and they're just not going to get it. Yeah. 
just not where they're supposed to be. Well, then there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it's about being authentic to who you are. So yeah, I don't like to look at the full picture of the of the business. But not yeah, not just from one angle. All right, we're gonna switch gears again. Okay, we're gonna play a game first. Mix this or that. Okay. Done. Are you ready? Stood up. Take out or dine out? Dine out. Trivia night or board game night? Board game. Ninjas or pirates? Pirates. Okay. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Scary movies or comedy movies? Oh, I don't watch scary. Comedy. That's easy. Bar of soap or shower gel? Shower gel. Foresee the future or change the past? We'll see the future. Do laundry or do the dishes? Oh, I we'll have to do both. What do I prefer the most? Probably dishes. Okay. Shooting stars or lightning? Shooting stars. Would you be a world-class spy or a supermodel? Well, I'd love to be beautiful to be a supermodel, but I've probably got more chance of being a spy. First of all, you're beautiful. You're stunning. So don't even, that's the first thing I noticed is that you're stunning. Oh, dear. So many compliments from you. Let's go into a little lighthearted interview stuff. So how can people reach you business details? Okay, so I'm located in Adelaide, South Australia. I have a website, mariatemby.com. I have an email, marie at mariatemby.com. I'm on LinkedIn, just under my name. I'm on Facebook under my name. And I'm also under there as Simple Soulful Successful under my brand name. So people can contact me however they like. Awesome. I'm open for connection. I'll, yeah. I'll have those all in the description and in the show notes as well with all your links. Let's go ahead and give me your top three tips for entrepreneurs just starting. Go with their first instinct. Go first gut instinct, I would say. Take care of you. So do your daily rituals and a little bit more, a little bit more. I've said all of them during the the time, but that's, they're probably the, the three that I would say. So love yourself. Okay, let's, let's recap. So take care of yourself. Yep. Take care of yourself. Yep. Follow your gut. Well, a little, little bit, bit more. more. Okay. Every day in everything that you do. Awesome. I love those. Tell me about your freebie. Okay. One of the things that I'm doing is each month I'm bringing out a new business strategy that will help any small business owner, preferably bakery or cafe, but will help anybody that's got a bricks and mortar. And the first one that I've done is the wow factor. So that's my freebie. It is a free assessment that you can print out. And I've got a podcast where I talk about the wow factor. And But you can print out the template and you can go into your business and go through and assess your own store. Awesome. You said you have a podcast and it goes with that too. So tell me your podcast name and where to hear you. Podcast name is Bakery Coaching Hidden Gems. So everything that I'm bringing from there is coming out of this treasure chest and different strategies. 
The first one is the wow factor and you can find it on uh, Pocket Cows and Spotify. First of all, I just want to thank you so much for sitting with me and chatting with me and pouring your heart out to me. Like you're an amazing person and thank you for sharing you with me. I feel so blessed to have sat here with you. Thank you for actually having me and making this easy. I, I know I feel like I scattered all over the place, but I feel very connected and, and very like very accepted and wanted. Yeah. That, oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Definitely. Okay. Closing. Two questions. Tell me what legacy means to you and how it plays a part in your life. That's a, a really good question because legacy to me means I, I probably could get a little bit emotional, but it, it's what I'll be remembered for. That's what I think about legacy. What, what have I given my children to human beings are they growing up to, to be? What are the people that I'm helping are going to be? Because when I leave, have I left a good mark on the world? Have I left left something that's worth that I, that I'll get to the end and think I I've done a good job I've done the best I can yeah that's, that's awesome. legacy awesome the next question was how are you marking this time in your life like right now how are you marking I'm funny that you should ask that because my son has also started a business and this wasn't about plugging his business. That's fine. But he's he started a business called Eternal and part of that is keeping your memories alive. And so I've he's recorded my life story already. So he has that, which stays in a vault for our family for years to come. But just the other day, I recorded that. 12 months ago with him. He's only just launched, but I recorded it. And I thought, I've changed in 12 months. There's there's difference. I'm ready. So I just said to him the other day, I want to do my story again. I've got more to share, more to say. Now am I recording it? I'm fortunate that he does that. But I believe I need to learn more about yours because I think you also have a wonderful legacy story that you can, that I need to know more about. Oh. Tune in to the podcast. You're on it. <laughs> First of all, can I share his business? Can I share his links with yours too? Because that's yeah, sure. I love that. And it's called Eternal. Okay. That is super cool. Thank you so much, Marie, for sitting with me and sharing yourself. Is there any parting words that you would like to share with the audience before I let you go? Thank you, Tia, for having me. I don't, I think you've covered it all. That was, you touched on places that I haven't even thought about myself in some times. And I really enjoyed our chat. I think you've, I was starting the day thinking about shoes and now I've started, I think I've changed it and I'm thinking about you (laughs) and our connections. Thank you again for what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode on a topic as sensitive as suicide. We understand that these discussions can be difficult, but it's crucial to remember that help is available. If you or someone you know is contemplating suicide, please reach out to the following resources. One, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Call 1-800-273-TALK. 
That is 1-800-273-8255 for immediate assistance. This helpline provides free and confidential support 24-7, offering guidance and connecting you with local resources. Number two, crisis text line. Text hello, H-E-L-L-O, to 741741 to chat with a trained crisis counselor. The service is available 24-7 and provides support via text message for those in crisis. Number three, the International Suicide Hotlines. If you're outside the United States, visit suicide.org slash international suicidehotlines.html to find helplines specific to your country. I will have those links in the show notes and down below in the comments. Remember, you are not alone and there are people who care and want to help. Reach out to these resources, talk to a trusted friend or family member, or seek professional help. Together, we can support one another and work towards a brighter future. Miscarriage is a deeply personal and often painful experience that affects many individuals and families. If you or someone you know has experienced a miscarriage as in need of support, please consider reaching out to the following resources. One, Miscarriage Association. Visit miscarriageassociation.org.uk or Call their helpline at 01924-200799 UK for information, support, and resources related to miscarriage, ectopic pet pregnancy, and molar pregnancy. Number two, American Pregnancy Association. Visit AmericanPregnancy.org slash pregnancy, loss, merit, miscarriage support. Links will be below. For a comprehensive guide on coping with miscarriage, including emotional support, physical recovery, and future pregnancy planning. And number three, Resolve, the National Infertility Association. Visit resolve.org for call the helpline at 866-NOT-ALONE. That's 866-668-2566 for support and resources related to infertility, pregnancy loss, and reproductive health. Remember, it's important to seek support and allow yourself time to grieve. Reach out to these resources, talk to a healthcare professional, or connect with support groups to find comfort and understanding during this difficult time. You just listened to a raw story and interview with Marie Temby, the visionary behind Simple Soulful Success, a transformative approach to overcoming overwhelm and achieving success with ease. With her expertise in coaching, brick and mortar, bakeries and cafes, Marie has become a trusted guide for entrepreneurs in the food industry who are seeking a more balanced and fulfilling path to success. In her highly acclaimed book, also titled Simple, Soulful Success, Marie shares her profound insights and practical strategies for navigating the challenges of running a business while maintaining a sense of harmony and well-being. Through her unique blend of soulful wisdom and practical business acumen, Marie empowers her readers to break free from the gripes of overwhelm and create a thriving business and a fulfilling life. But Marie's impact doesn't stop at her book. She offers personalized coaching and mentorship programs to help bakery and cafe owners uplevel their businesses and find their own vision of simple, soulful success. By working with Marie, you'll gain the tools, support, and guidance needed to overcome overwhelm, streamline operations, and create a business that aligns with your values and aspirations. Ready to embark on a transformative journey towards a more soulful and successful life? Visit Marie Temby's website today to access freebies, valuable tips, and learn more about how you can work with her to unlock your full potential. Don't let overwhelm hold you back any longer. 
Embrace the simplicity and the soulfulness of success with Marie Temby and Simple Soulful Success. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Empowering Time Markers. We hope you found inspiration, gained valuable insights, and connected with our incredible guests. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and helps us continue to bring you empowering content. And remember, the journey doesn't end here. Stay connected with us on social media, where we'll be sharing additional resources, behind-the-scenes content, and updates on upcoming episodes. Thank you for joining us on this empowering journey. Together, let's continue to make our mark on the world one moment at a time. Until then, keep empowering yourself and others. This is Tia Bottom, signing off from Empowering Time Markers.